0: Welcome back to Onboard and Sharing. We're so glad to have you back on this new episode. Uh, today's episode, we've got a birth story chat with Isaac and Anna Mart. Um, she is a doula with Nature's Way Midwifery. You may uh, remember that from one of our previous episodes with Sharon Marseille, a midwife, and Isaac is an engineer. And we just really enjoyed this chat, strolling down memory lane and going through their birth story we hope you enjoy
1: okay so maybe that could be my first question is Anamad what do you do for a living
2: <laughs> i am a jeweler, <laughs> and um i think i'm in the lucky position or i'm fortunate enough to work with uh, one of the most talented midwives out there Sharon Marseille and yeah she's got all the expertise and all the knowledge so i'm really um actually just learning more than i yes i am a doula but i'm learning so much from her so i'm really enjoying working with her and learning learning all the time
1: and you said that you became a doula because of
2: your birth experience that you had so
1: why don't you guys share with us what happened when you became a mom and a dad
0: i know that's a broad question so um,
1: go yes. on, we'll ask you questions as we as we dive into your story.
3: Yeah, we'll go down all the rabbit All
2: right.
3: So yeah, um, when we found out we are expecting, um, it was obviously a, a wonderful time. Um, but we didn't have any information or idea, um, actually, like the birthing process and what that is, or how does it work. I didn't do it before, my wife <laughs> hasn't done it before. so um i remember somebody asked us a question um and this sparked everything um they asked us so um where are you gonna birth and i was like huh? what meaning, type of question is that
2: meaning like will it be at a hospital or hmm. a home birth
3: yeah exactly and then it was like whoa no for me it's only a hospital and that's it i i didn't know these other options so Based on that, we kind of explored that um,
2: but question. But that, so we were 16 weeks at the time, and we have gone the Kaini route, route until that point, yeah. um, and we moved to Kempton Park, and we were solely just looking at options from a medical aid perspective, so that's the only
3: yeah we had yeah yeah so based on a question we started like okay where are we going to birth what is the options Uh, Mm. our medical aid only cover a network of uh, options so let's see what's available and Mm. then um one of the options available was genesis Maternity clinic and um and then there was quite others um but they were quite far from where we are at um so we just Genesis is also far, but mm. we just uh, went to what do you call it? Open An night. Open,
2: open, night, open yeah. night.
3: Yeah. Um, and then we explored what it's like, um, and that is where you met Sharon.
2: Yeah. So that was the first night we were introduced to the idea of midwives and. That was the first night they showed us a video of a natural birth. And the first time that we got exposure to something (laughs) like that. And it's actually so funny to think about it because, yeah, you are pregnant yourself and you are aiming for a natural birth. But you have no idea what that entails, you know, so you're really so unprepared. So it's actually quite shocking that you know that's the first place where you get exposure to that or where you start asking questions or yeah. So I remember um talking to the different midwives, asking them questions. And I think well you did a podcast with Sharon as well. You know what she's like and she's really something special. But I remember when I asked her the same questions that I asked all the other midwives. Something that stuck out to me was just her straightforwardness with my questions. She didn't beat around the bush. She answered me exactly what I wanted to know and g- gave me even more information that I, yeah, that I was expecting. I don't know how to explain it, but. Yeah. I kind of just knew that this is someone I had to go with, because mm. I have no idea what I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Absolutely. so, I got the feeling that she yeah. was, yeah, the it's, right person.
3: It's like, uh, for example, uh, I, I know that Anamat was quite um, intimidated by um, labor and pain going along with that. Um, mm-hmm. So, she didn't know, will she be able to handle the pain, uh, pain medication? What is the options, Should she do it? Should she not? And then that was something that came up when we met Sharon, mm-hmm. and um, then she explained uh, the love hormone and how me being involved there at the birth experience and with the preparation, all of that. Um, it, it will be like she's on um, pain medication. medication. Yeah. Um, she, and you can see it even in, in yeah, in uh, experience or in our birth video that um, she she seems drugged. At one point, so she <laughs> le- really likes me, but,
1: <laughs> but I always
3: <laughs> like you. <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah. So that was something where you ask, okay, what about medication and pain? And then it's just like, but the reality and things she does. Um, Sharon, now speaking is, mm. um, we're going uh, uh, the roots of endorphine, no, endorphins, it, yeah. endorphins, um, and and so the whole world was open there of, um, oh, there's actually things you do in preparation. Uh, Yeah. um, It's
2: it's like we couldn't almost go to bed that night. We were just talking about, and that wasn't even our official, like, first booking with Sharon. That was just being introduced to her. Um, And, you know, since this is a labor podcast, there's probably going to be a few TMI. But one of the things I also asked her, or, you know, And I think that's a question for most women is what about tearing? You know, so I asked Sharon, what about tearing? And she was the first midwife who actually had like a plan of action. And this is what we're going to do to prevent it. And, you know, where everyone else had sort of the attitude, well, you never know. You try things, but, you know, in the end, what happens, happens. Um, So I just liked that there is ways you can prepare, you know, and ways and yeah boy did we poop it um but it was all worth it so yeah but what was the initial question? I think we saw the that. Birth birth. So, no, no. At the beginning,
1: so. but I've got I've got a question just to like insert here. Is how did your so you guys obviously had the mindset of um, going into hospital and having a, a Ghani? How did your family or how, did you get any pushback from friends or family with regards to wanting to go a midwife route? Because as old as a midwife is, it's um, almost like, no, 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 they don't know what they're doing. The Ghani knows what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, not to just, exactly. like, to offend anyone, but you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I think we definitely um, had that experience. Um, on both our sides of the family, everyone went the hospital and the Ghani route. And... Um, and so everyone was definitely skeptical and we had to stand our grounds multiple times and had to, you know, explain to them that it's not just, I, I remember someone using the um, picture of all what came to mind to them when we said we're going with a midwife is this, you know, you're going to the midwife, you're going to labor, she rolls something up and puts it in in your mouth to bite on for pain, and she's tearing sheets and, you know, getting hot water and a typical, like... (laughs) (laughs) mess. Yes, Um, so it's actually so... Yeah, we definitely, I don't know, what do you want to
0: add?
3: Yeah, I think, um, so initially it is like, what? what, uh, Midwife? What's that? Yeah. Um, And... And yeah, I think from that you, like I explained just previously, uh, the, this, the information or the step further beyond the the things that you ask. Um, so with Agani, for example, um, what is the what, what is well, This the, was the,
2: our experience. It's not to say that it's like this everywhere, but
3: yeah, yeah I wonder what is the best example now. But um, when, for example, my sister asked. Um, so a midwife, are you sure or what? Why are you doing this? Um, It's it's, it's more about when we started that journey, the amount of knowledge and things we learned um, along the way with regards to the entire process and the the stats of births and um, C-sections and stuff like that. So it's not like um, we got a lot of, um, we we weren't challenged that much um, that it was a pain, but there were questions, just concerns, rightfully Mm -hmm. so and then it was quickly dealt with um in just elaborating on the different um stats and the information that we got and we um yeah the, all the different preparation stuff that we did that you don't do when you're at the gynae usually um and for example um my sister ended up having c-section she was at a gynae and her experience was quite different than ours and it was just based on a lack of um being informed of Mm -hmm. what we knew after like we we gave birth after so if she i don't say it it would have been so but possibly if she um had the opportunity or just investigated this route and the people that specializes in um normal labor labor and um yeah then probably it could have turned out different uh having a, a experience more in the lines that we had Um, So, it it weren't that difficult to convince people um, once you look at the stats. And so, it was easy to to say, but uh, actually, this midwife uh, has a lot more experience than uh, your everyday gynae with this. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the misconception, and there's a big misconception about midwives, um, unfortunately, um, it's just that, you know, it's someone not as qualified as a gynae and that is so sad because you can't even put the two next to each other because they have such different roles and you know so the midwife specializes in normal you know natural vaginal births where the gynae obviously specializes in complications So it's so unfair to put the two, you know, next to each other. So my opinion is always opt for the midwife and when necessary go to the gynecologist. That's why they're there. And that's why, why, what they qualified for, you know? Um, but yeah, so we did get some, um, yeah, people not agreeing with our decision. And when it turned out really well, they all say, well, you're lucky you know <laughs> you're lucky that it turned out well and the second time when it also turns out well it's like wow you're really built for birth you know <laughs> but it's it's not it never yeah even if it turns out good in the end you'll still get people very skeptical about it and
3: yeah, yeah. but yeah. the amount of information you, we learned um specifically you know, at sharon because we did the journey through it with, her, with her. Um, things like the different stages of birth, and mm. I'm not too up anymore. Mm. Um, my son is almost turning two now, so um, yeah, it was quite a while ago. Okay. You know, a lot of those yeah. stuff you all the different working stages, um, the labor stages, rather, mm. and um, what you can do in preparation or what you can expect. Um, none of that is usually mentioned uh, uh, at the yeah. Um
2: That's the other thing is I think we felt like we've, you know, you pay a lot of money to see the gyne and then you're in for 15 minutes, does this quick scan, ask you, do you have any questions? And like I mentioned before, you don't even know what you, you don't know, so you don't know what to ask and you almost get the feeling like you don't want to waste this time, you know, you're on the clock. Um, and that was just so different with our experience with midwives and with Sharon specifically, it's just um, answering all your questions and more and informing you about things that you didn't even know you should know.
3: Yeah, even challenging you. um, I mean, you, me being uh, a man, not a father yet, and she being not a mother yet, and now we're going to get a child. Um, How are we going to discipline the child, for example? Um, Different ideas just deal with that issue. And or take the best of my experiences, may, maybe on my in my past, my parents did that, what her parents did and come to a decision before the child is there. How are you going to handle that? Um, even, step, uh, even like your parents, the grandfather mm-hmm. and grandmother, uh, how should they um, be around the child? Um, what about sweets, diet and stuff mm-hmm. like that? So uh, there's a lot of questions and stuff that arose, um, mm-hmm. a lot more. Um, Specifically, I can only speak with Sharon now um, that we experienced. It was quite good for us, and I think when our families looked at us going this route, they weren't a concern of, okay, um, maybe they are doing something wrong, um, or the guy guy is the only way. Mm -hmm. It was more of, oh, we can see actually they are preparing. Um, There's a lot of information coming, and it makes sense, and um, so I think that also helped, that there's not really any hindrance, um, mm-hmm. rather than just concern at the start.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's almost like marriage um, counseling. Like, you don't know what you mm-hmm. need when you go to marriage counseling, and yet it gives you such amazing tools for your marriage going forward. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost, it's mm-hmm. not the same thing because it's birth. So, are not discrediting yeah. birth and, and marriage but it, 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 you're absolutely correct because i mean we we're not pregnant yet and what we've gone through in terms of just chatting with sharon we've learned so much and you, you're right you don't get that time with the gynecologist because they've only got a set mm-hmm. amount of times so they've got a whole bunch of ladies that are wanting to walk through mm-hmm. and and get results and, and questions answered mm-hmm.
0: and, yeah so it sounds like mm-hmm. it's the the um the accumulation of knowledge and perspectives from other people and professionals and just understanding more about all of this that helped you overcome a lot of those, um, hurdles, hurdles from, from others that people would mm. throw in your way. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. like you said, you don't know what you don't know. So if you can find out what you don't know, you can learn more and it's just a snowball of learning and that builds your confidence. Yes. So, you know, yes. it's a beautiful process of learning. Um, mm. and we never stop. <laughs>
2: exactly so is there
1: anything that stands out for you guys during your pregnancy or birth on the day does anything really stand out that like is very memorable for you guys at the moment or past tense because it's two kids
2: many years ago (laughs) um i can start with that so with the first um I think a different moment is going into labor. For me, that started with my waters breaking. So, of course, that will always be a memorable moment. Like, oh, my gosh, it started. Like, here we go. It is the moment we've waited for. And it was the day before her due date. So, so
3: just to give a a bit of background, at that time, I was still, they call it the uh, EIT engineering training at Transnet. And um, I had a, a review. A specific date where I have to present what I did and everything, and um so I was like, okay, it's about the time of a due date, but it's
2: it just like the due date.
3: Yeah, I, oh, I no, think you, it was the, it uh, the, was the day, day after. The the, yeah, it was just around there. <laughs> but um, I was like, okay, so whatever you do, you, you can have week before, week after. I'm giving you just all that space, that <laughs> but not even that day. You can do that day, just that hour. I think it's like nine <laughs> o'clock is my review till ten o'clock. It's fine. Just give me, give me that time, um, and then <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah, that morning of my review, that my review would have been um, about four or something yeah, in the morning.
2: Yeah, four in the morning. My was just broke. <laughs> yeah, you know, she just,
3: like, slowly rolled in the bed, nudged me and said, uh, Liffy, my water, I think my water, is Yeah. I think my water just broke, but very calmly, like just saying like this. So um, I you was.
2: You obviously jumped up, yeah. put on the light, What's going it's on? Like
3: you, we prepared so long for this, and I, I remember, like, a, a minute as I just walk around there and think, okay, what, 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 what should what, I, what, I be doing now? I prepared for this, but I can't I remember what really I remember
2: prepared what I for. Yeah, exactly.
3: So, um, so yeah, then just calm down a bit, um, and then there's the. I don't think. You, I don't should we go through. It? There should we everything. tell the
2: birth story then? I think that's what we're doing basically.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, right. Then of course we phone Sharon, and her first question always is how's, how's the, the baby, baby? <laughs> you know, and that's also like a wake up call because you know we're so self centered, like. We go into labor and it's all about me, you know, but we forget there's a baby in there also enduring labor and going through it. So that was it's a nice question to ask because it just makes you think of the baby again, you know. Um, and yes, she's still moving, she's still fine, so we're still good, you know. And then the next question was, Well, are you having contractions? And I weren't having any at the time. And so her advice was to then the go bed bed back bed to bed. sleep. And um, once we wake up, we can, you know, walk around the complex to see if we can get things going. How do back you sleep? Floor. Exactly. It wasn't possible. I didn't sleep. Course, I was like,
3: okay, so just back up one moment, just yes. like <laughs> four weeks before that. Um <laughs> <One moment>. Sharon, <laughs> Sharon um, I recommend um, that you do a raw diet. A month before your labour, yes, uh, to optimize a lot of stuff, and yeah, it's very good um, and informative. And you miss your uh, well, we we actually <laughs> only then realized how emotional eaters we are. But um, it was very nice. But so when you're in labour, you can, probably like, you can break that neural yeah. diet. Yeah, because then
2: of course you need the energy. And
0: yeah, the so now it's
3: disorders. it's yeah it's fight time.
0: So um, <laughs> so
3: yeah, so I made a food ready and hot and right for so to eat and you took a bath a warm bath no
2: the contractions then started i didn't even take a bath okay so yeah it's pra- basically as soon as we say goodbye to sharon the contractions obviously start and <laughs> it was three minutes apart from the get-go so that was another thing that caught me off guard because i thought and this is true for most first-time moms, is contractions start like 20 minutes apart, then they go like 15, 10, intensifying, or all-day thing, we were going to bake a birthday cake for her and, you know, ponder around the house and
3: so distract in the
2: ourselves until it was time to go. And here they were three minutes apart, folding me over, and I was still clinging to that vision of spending the day at home. And so I remember I was like plaiting my hair, not being able to speak through the contractions. And he was having to convince me, like, I know this whole idea you have, you know, for staying at home, but that's not happening. We're going to Genesis now. (laughs) And um, So
3: that was one of the the challenges, um, is being outside of the birth me, um, Mm -hmm. seeing, having perspective that she's not seeing, being Mm -hmm. the one that's having the labor and the pains and um, trying to convince her but also knowing my limits because uh, I don't have the experience Uh, so trying to convince her that what I think I'm pretty sure that we should go now Um, (laughs) but I I, I must present it in such a way that I mean she's having a baby so she's (laughs) probably in pain emotional and so there was a lot of like uncertainty with that Um, Mm. because usually she's very approachable and even <laughs> even there she's she still but it's 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 a time where you you are a you're bit, uncertain you yeah you're, you're a bit yeah um so yeah yes i can't remember this, this well specific then
2: name. yeah i i think at that time i was also realizing that i'm not coping very well because i remember thinking to myself so maybe i just have a very low pain tolerance And I'm just not able to, you know, cope the way other women is coping. That was one of the things I was thinking and I was sort of trying to hold out a little bit longer. And then I was just thinking, you know what? (laughs) No, uh, like I need to get to Genesis. I need to get to Sharon. Sharon, This is not working anymore. Yeah.
3: So um, there, there is rightfully this idea that the longer you stay at home, the better. Hmm. because it's not ideal usually at a maternity clinic or in the hospital. Uh, there's bright lights and it's taking yeah, long. If you
2: go before you're in active labour you tend to stop labour. Or
3: And everybody just stands and stares at you and please <laughs> go on yeah. with your process. We are waiting. So that's why there's, a, mm. yeah, that's why there's this um, idea of spending a lot of time at home and then just go get the baby bed. Mm. Um, but that's obviously also a a bit of a logistics thing um, because you don't want to overestimate and then end up having the baby in the car. Mm-hmm. We having um, going up uh, all the way to Genesis, which was about 40 kilometers, I
2: think. I think it was 45 minutes,
3: I can't remember. Uh, yeah, we stayed in Kempton Park. So me being um, responsible, I would say, <laughs> for getting <laughs> her there was also a bit stressed about just the, I think we should go. <laughs> um, just rather be there sooner than later. Um, mm-hmm. And my perspective. So I also noticed that, like she's saying, with the contraction, she was, um, it was very intense. And she didn't expect that. So mm-hmm. me having all of that preparation with Sharon, needing to earth her, bring her back, uh, mm-hmm. help her with uh, refs, exercises and stuff like that. She didn't really want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand that. Um, because, yeah, who am I? I'm not Sharon. Uh, even though I'm saying the exact same things that she uh, said to yeah. when we were at Genesis and it worked, um, there's just uh, experience is far I mean, I don't have any experience. So uh, there was this, um, this uh, just challenge with mm-hmm. regards to that. But it wasn't uh, a bad thing, it mm-hmm. was just noticed and I, I expected it to some degree um, mm-hmm. of I'm going to be able to give her the right answers, but she's probably not going to listen. Um, like, I'm, just for example, being on your hands and knees,
2: Yeah. Right,
3: that's one thing that they taught us and like going on your hands and knees when you're having the contractions. And she sat on her bum, on a uh, mattress and she didn't want to go on her hands and, knees. and I, now I know <laughs> what, what they taught this, they said this, and let me help you. Let me try. And but I'm trying like to convince her in that state.
2: Something that works, and then you like, I'm not changing positions ever. But it I'm didn't really staying work. Staying like this. <laughs>
3: and and that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, according that's to true. me, it didn't really work. <laughs> so, um, but I wasn't to, listening. To you,
2: yeah, having <laughs>
3: a balance of um, of convincing her to do what what I know based on what they taught me is the right thing, but not on experience. So if there's a bit of a <laughs> issue there. So, um, so I also thought, okay, let's just get to Sharon and <laughs> then she can, she listen to her. Um, so yeah, we got in the car, uh, yeah. on the, just about 15 meters to the car from the front door and, um, about three times where we stopped because yeah. of her contraction, she couldn't really move with that. Um, and then we got in the car, uh, well, you at the, the yeah you, you sit on the back chair
2: yeah so the point of sitting in seat? the back seat is having space and again being on your hands my and knees, knees, knees and you know being able to move and breathe i was not doing that i was sitting in the back seat but i was still sitting on my bottom um helping the baby get down and pushing on my cervix all things i didn't think of at that point yeah.
3: Um, because it was uncomfortable to make that shift to her hands and knees. Yeah. Just to give context, when she were at Genesis, <laughs> you must tell us if we're speaking too, too much, much yeah, We Keep <laughs> going. We're loving this.
2: We're
1: like living it with <laughs> <aren't> you, man. <laughs> okay.
3: Um, just to give context, when she were at Genesis and Sharon told her to get on her hands and knees, she did it and it worked Yeah.
2: Perfect. very
3: good, very greatly. So um so that just to give context uh, she she was supposed to be on hands yeah. at the back in the car but yeah. she didn't do that so yeah. on the way <laughs> i uh, yeah i have a, a book video I, I took a video of with my camera I just made a video at the end but where she she couldn't stay quiet due to the contractions um and and you yeah, on the way to genesis so just around the corner if i
2: can come in yet I am actually, like, a very introvert type of person, very quiet. And, you know, I just assumed I'm not going to be one of those ladies who scream during labor, and, you know, I'm just going to breathe my way through it, and that'll be it. Um, And in the car, you know, I just started making these primal noises, (laughs) and I remember telling him, like, I'm so sorry, I can't help it. And he had to to say, you know, it's okay, do whatever you want. Should I do it with you? You, like, will that make you feel better? Like, go louder.
3: From my perspective, now I have to convince my wife to do what she needs to do. I don't mind at all. Like, (laughs) she's not usually... um, I think
2: everything just caught me off guard. I didn't expect things to get that intense that quick.
3: Yeah, but but I I think usually... In everything, she's comfortable in front of me. Um, Mm. There's nothing that that she doesn't share with me or that we we agree on pretty much everything and so Mm. forth. So
2: that's why labor is great for a couple.
3: Yeah, that brought something where I don't understand. It it was like, okay, now I need to convince her that it's fine for me. Really, (laughs) really, it's fine. I don't mind at all. But she's uh, self
2: conscious. Yeah
1: self-conscious,
3: self-conscious yeah. yeah and that was uh, a, a bit of a challenge but i
2: got over that real quick
3: <laughs> I didn't when care sharon, anymore. <laughs> I, Yeah, when we got a genesis yeah um i parked the car um and then sharon was there as well and then sharon <laughs> asked me um are you gonna make a walk all the way because he
2: didn't stop right in front of the door. Well, like, <laughs> he was supposed
3: to. And if you work with Sharon, then you appreciate that comment. And then I was like, okay, well, what kind of husband am I? And I got back in the car, I drove to the front door, and then parked the car again.
2: So yeah, that was um, another moment that stood out for me was just seeing Sharon. And she gave me this nice big motherly hug and I immediately felt better and felt like I was getting a grip on everything again. And she was just the perfect reminder of everything that we prepared for and um, reminded me why we were there, what we were doing. Um, So it was for us, it was 100% the right call to go to Genesis when we did, because I needed that. And that's also always what she says. It's, For her, there's no rule as to when you should get going. For her, there's not a, like, every five minutes for an hour, you know, type of thing. It's going to be different for every woman. It's going to be different when you feel like you start needing that guidance and that support. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I feel like we got the the perfect timing. Mm. Um, I was then four centimeters dilated, active labor just starting. and. I I got in the shower pretty quickly after that and that hot was water. a great, great relief, like because you can just, you can control the temperature and that made all the difference, like you can go cold and that helps for a bit and then you can go hot and that helps for a bit <clears throat> and I think that was also a highlight for me being in the shower, I don't know if I was there, like two hours or three hours, thank <laughs> goodness for Genesis, like endless geezers, amounts yeah. of hot water. But that was a highlight for me because I was there in the shower alone, thinking like that was the empowering bit for me realizing, Oh my goodness, I'm doing this. I'm laboring and I'm doing it on my own. Nobody's helping me. Um, and I'm coping, you know, I finally felt there like I'm coping and it's fine and it's, you know, I'm going with it and we're making progress. Um, they were busy setting up the pool, getting the room ready, um, putting
3: up pictures and the motivations and stuff against the wall. Yeah.
2: I think just on what we mentioned earlier for him and me, it was it was a le- quite a learning curve, I think, because um, what we envisioned during pregnancy and how he was going to support me like, normally I'm quite a physical touch type of person. So we envisioned, you know, he's going to be there hands-on, massaging me, playing with my hair, being very, you know, involved. And then another thing that caught me off guard is just not wanting anyone to touch me. It almost felt like it was enhancing the sensation. Like while having a contraction and someone touched me, it almost like made it worse. Um, And I remember feeling so bad because – I felt like I didn't get a break in between the contractions and we didn't have time to communicate. So I didn't have time to tell him, you're not doing anything wrong. It's not you. You know, this is just what I'm feeling right now. So the only thing I could do was sort of like motion with my hands to him. No, don't come near me. Don't touch me because I couldn't talk to him. And I think that was quite frustrating to him also because we talked about how he's going to, you know, support me and help me. And now all of a sudden his hands are like cut off, like you want to help it. how how can you am like pushing you away
3: sort of yeah so um ideally i mean it's i'm I'm there to support her she's having the baby um so we spoke about it we had our expectations um like i remember um when we got the uh sharon gave her the advice that i gave her and she did Mm -hmm. it i mentioned it already um, and it worked. And then me sitting there looking at that saying, but I want to be the hero. Like, <laughs> I could have done that. She could have told the story about I gave her the right things to do and it worked. But I mean, that's about me. So I, I, I had that like bit of disappointment. But I also could understand, like, just be what she needs now, okay. like whatever she needs, just do that. Um, so I quickly realized... I didn't realized want him
2: to go anywhere though, <laughs> so I didn't want him to touch me, but he's like my focal point, just stay where you are, don't go anywhere.
3: <laughs> so it's it's quite interesting, and like she said, a learning curve, because yeah. I, I, like I, I, I know she enjoys just me touching her back or something, and now with, with that, uh, you w- would want to do that, but you must also read the situation and just what she needs
2: and that will be my first bit of advice for anyone going into it for the first time is um you know just talk through every scenario because you really don't know how you're going to be what you're going to be like on the day like nobody knows you know and every labor is different every couple is different um like even for us the second time wasn't any anywhere near this experience. Then I was like, be with me. He he was very confused because, of course, he then had that first time experience. Like, no, now I know what she's like in labor. You know, I should just be here, not touch her. And now all of a sudden, of course. Touch me! (laughs) (laughs)
3: You you make it? Yeah. It feels like, yeah, I didn't really expect it to be the same like you you say hey, now. Yeah. So I, I did, I, I was open-minded again, mm-hmm. but um, we spoke about it before yeah. and, and I think a big thing is the uh, self-conscious part, um, the unknowing part in the first labor, that also had an influence on on all those challenges that we had. Mm-hmm. But having been through a birth, kind of knowing how it turned out, speaking about this afterwards, mm-hmm. seeing how she actually hurt me, but I understood, it's fine, I, I don't, I, I weren't there not to be hurt, like, mm-hmm. I weren't there to be the error, we were there because we we're having a baby, so just looking past all the uh comments, Sharon said for, <laughs> towards <laughs> me, doing tough stuff wrong, which probably you know, I did,
2: at a point he was, Telling me what to do, but Sharon was trying to tell me what to do, and she's like, "Don't listen to him, listen to me."
3: <laughs> yeah, so that's what he's referring. So to. there's <laughs> these moments within that where, where where something happens, and you're like, "What? What just happened?" Um, but but then again, you, you step back, and it's like, oh, "We're still fine. We, we, we continue." And yeah. it's not a big thing. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm holding it against her Oh Sharon. Or I mean, everybody did yeah. what they needed to do. I did my part. But I also
2: felt like, so that time in the shower was when we kind of like figured that out. And even though we couldn't, I couldn't speak to you about it. I felt like we just looked at each other and understood, like, this is the situation now. And we're doing whatever is necessary to get through it. And from that point on, it was really special. And I felt like we figured it out. (laughs) Yeah, I I want to
3: say at no point it was bad. Yeah, for me. Even even the, if they happened, they happened things that made me feel like, well, um, it never w- turned out in a bad experience or influenced me. I was, yeah. I was in the greater scheme of
2: things. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I was ready for anything. Um Then, yeah. Yeah. So where were we?
1: And then the what was it like for the birth? You obviously
2: progressed, and then yes. What so happened? got out of the <laughs> and well I wanted to be the first one to touch my baby and so Sharon advised me while I'm in the shower try and see if you can feel her maybe and she was right up like up until the tip of my finger but I was very excited and I told Sharon well I can feel the head um and it was very shortly after that that I called Sharon back in the shower and I was like well now she's just like the tip of my finger away so she really like in the little bit of time she really came down and um Sharon was like well yay you know that's a celebratory moment that's what we year for very excited and I remember her closing the door and telling the doula like, fill that pool <laughs> fill the pool the baby's going <laughs> but it was very I'm glad I heard that because it gave me confidence that you know things are progressing and she's on her way And shortly after that, I got out, got into the pool. Once again, that was also amazing, just the change in scenery almost. Yes, and the temperature again of the water. And yeah, it was amazing. And shortly after I got into the pool, um, Sharon also makes you get or make a playlist for labor. So, you have your…
3: Sharon makes you make a playlist for labour. Yes.
2: Oh. So, you have your happy kind of dancing music when you go into labour and you're excited and everything's going well. And then you have your music for endorphins, which is your more, more like relaxing music um, for, you know, when it's getting tough. Like, that's for the majority of your labour. Is
3: that time where she looked drugged? Like yeah. she's full with hormones and just like <laughs> contractions <laughs> is happening and it's progressing, but she's yeah. really chilled. She's just and then the,
2: of course for second stage you have your music for courage, you know, um to get you through it. And then the last thing was the welcoming music for the baby. Um and so of course at this point I was listening to my endorphin music and I was in the pool, and this was like probably other than our baby being born, (laughs) the most awesome moment to me when Sharon, I think she checked me again while being in the pool and she said, put on her music for courage. And that was a highlight for me because that means second stage. Like I can start pushing. Mm. And I remember thinking, are we there yet? Like, how did we get there? Like I made it, you know, because um, she also told us that at that stage, the worst part is over. Um, because all all of a sudden the contractions change, and I really could have, I could experience that. Um, and now you're going to take an active part in your labour. You know, it's not just your b- body doing weird things; it's you being in control yeah. a little bit. You're yeah, participating. Um, and so we started pushing. And um, one thing that we did, or I loved the mu- the movie piece. I love you, and that's I one of you. the things I wrote in my birth plan I told him one second stage start put on the movie peace I love you because I know that movie and I know like which scenes like I had the idea of like while pushing I can look up now and they're not having the sound on but see the scenes I know how long I've been pushing more or less you know. Or <laughs> yeah, the,
3: the thing is the length of the movie, movie is um, equivalent to the normal maximum, maximum pushing phase for yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the movie when you see the credits. Name, the credits coming yeah. down by that time she would have been done yeah and even sooner maybe mm-hmm. so it's like it was just for a reference of how far is she in this last phase of yeah. meeting a, a baby yeah
2: and yeah that's was also, I think it worked out perfectly. I remember holding mm. her and looking up and seeing the credits <laughs> go on the movie, <laughs> but yeah, I think also we grew, we probably grew the most as a couple during that pushing phase and, and him th- helping me and being so actively involved in supporting me during the squats and motivating me and encouraging me.
3: At that stage, the the touchy thing was a bit over. Yeah. At, okay, the, yeah, at, at the second active stage, I didn't have gone.
2: that sensation anymore, so he was yeah, really helping me, because you get tired, <laughs> it's a marathon, yeah. and he was literally spotting uh, me up.
3: <laughs> yeah, there, there's other stuff like um, coconut water and honey and things yeah. like that, that um, it's also my responsibility to make sure that she stays hydrated and give her a spoon of honey every couple of minutes throughout the labor for extra energy and stuff like that, so um yeah all those tricks and things that sharon yeah. told us
1: <laughs> so and how long then, was your first well how long was your labor and your until you well how long until you gave birth from water breaking to from
2: literally waters breaking to baby born was nine hours so i was in active labor for six hours which is quite quick for a person i would say um because
3: yeah. it's from um Water's breaking. Um waters breaking is not the, not the ideal point. yeah, it's yeah. not it's not um, building up. It's like something happening, kind of induction, and now you have to get everything started and the, the uh, your body should quickly adapt and yeah, yeah, catch up in the progress. Um, where if you if your waters break during labor, active labor or it doesn't even break, yeah. then you have a, a lot more of a build up throughout the, the entire labor. So yeah. um, so, yeah, for her, um, nine hours, it, it was quite it was quite fast because there was a lot of quick changes happening throughout that because of the waters breaking. Yeah. So, I remember um, at some stage now, she she struggled with her, her arms and the baby. Getting bearing.
2: tired You're
3: and the from be- being
2: on hands and knees <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> that we, long. We didn't
3: tell this, but I think in the shower at one stage, um, before she got in the pool, um, I'm i of what you're
2: going to tell now. No, I
3: helped her with the breathing. <laughs> oh, <Just> yes. <laughs> like she, she, she needs to do the breathing, um, just not hyperventilate, but you need to breathe through the contractions. And then I was doing it with her, um, just trying to illustrate it and helping her do that because she was hyperventilating.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and um, then I remember when I, I did it, um, Sharon being outside, of the bathroom, just said, yes, that's great. breathing, breathing well. Correctly. But <laughs> it's actually me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, but eventually she got the breathing uh, correctly. Right, yeah. And then she really struggled um, um, on her hands and knees. That was like the, I don't know. Is yeah, I just might answer Too much got information.
2: Got no, just got tired. But, but yeah, eventually... her
3: hand, uh, yeah, on her hands and knees, her hands uh, during a contraction, when she needed to push, when uh, arms got very um, up, the yeah. Yeah. and then I needed to support that, just trying to hold her up, and so that was also throughout the the last phase. And I remember with that struggle, just I'm trying to just I'm just focusing on this piece of what's happening here in front of me. Sharon said, uh, "Isaac, look." Um, so yeah, then they
2: hate. They head, Look, the head. Um, Yeah,
3: and then the. <laughs> entire thing changed <laughs> in a moment. Yeah. So, yeah. But that
2: is also awesome for me, um, like hearing that, and also like just your reaction to that. Like, wow, like yeah, she's like, there, she's right there, you yeah. know? And that was surreal, like was looking weird. down and seeing a baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> surreal. It's like you know it's going to be like that. For the
3: first time you can't, I don't think you can you prepare. Can't envision it.
2: Really. it. Yeah, like, it feels unreal. Um, but there she was.
3: Yeah, and she, she came out with her um, head first, arms against the um, sides, and then she was not moving really, but yeah. once her uh, uh, arms, she was out enough that her arms were free. She kind of did this motion where she like you fall backwards, like yeah, and then um, she started crying, yeah, and like yeah, it it's was
2: the little details that you remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking now. Sorry. That's beautiful.
3: <laughs> but, yeah. So so then um, they and that was that was a big moment because yeah, you prepare for all of this, um, but for it some reason, it's it's like when you get married. Uh, and now you're starting you want to have children you go and you say your parents we want to have children and um, they say okay but just enjoy your time alone before Mm. the children because that's going to change everything but enjoy this it's good phase. both are good but make the most of this time that you still Mm. have remaining alone and you're like yes of course we're gonna do a lot of things and when the baby come you're like we didn't do enough things (laughs) in that previous phase like you like, people tell you there's things and you hear it, but you don't really hear it. And it's the same with having a first baby. It's like you hear it and you understand it, and then the baby is actually there. And it's like, what are we doing here? It's like, <laughs> How did we get What what is happening? And um, yeah.
0: Who
2: <laughs> yeah, looks after this and thing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, yes, yeah, but so, that's what
2: we felt like, like after Sharon left that late that day. it was like, what are we supposed to do? They show you now
3: very nicely how to clean a baby, do the nappy and all these different things and breastfeeding and there's a lot of stuff that you you do and then they say, okay, see you tomorrow and you're like, oh, what?
2: (laughs) You're leaving us here with a baby.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's like wow and then luckily, I don't know I think it's mostly like this but uh, just newborn babies sleep mostly so it's Blessing for you as the new parent, I mean, to take care of a sleeping child. So, I mean, that's great. So, um, yeah, but if you, when they're awake, you're very paranoid and don't, don't really know what you're doing. <laughs> think you're going to break this little thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. But then after she was born, we got back into the pool with her, which was also amazing because that settled her right down. I think it almost felt to her like she was, you know, back in utero. So that was amazing to see just how peaceful and calming she was in the water. And um, at that point, Sharon and the Judah left the room to give us, you know, our first moments together as a family, which was also very precious and very necessary just for it to, you know, sink in and to embrace the moment and to
3: play the music,
2: to play the welcoming music. And yeah, that was lovely. That and that so was beautiful. it. That was birth of our
3: first baby <laughs> mm, I, I can continue for quite a, a while but... but that was such yeah. an
0: awesome process and such a cool story and it's so cool to i'm sure for you guys also to relive those those little moments because i could see you um mm-hmm. like thinking oh wow this us how that happened and yeah so that was very cool and i know yeah. that you,
2: you said that your son's birth was a lot shorter Yes, so we're not going to hold you up that long <laughs> with the, with his story. No, just in short, with Zach, it was just over two hours from first contraction to him being born.
0: Yeah.
2: And there was a little build-up in the sense that I had contractions come and go for a few weeks. So we had a few times where we thought, "Oh, this is it, but then it just went away again.
3: Um, and that's a sign that when it's actually birthed, it's going to be for It's false.
2: like your body refing, <laughs> is how Sharon explained it. And that's how it was. So she mm. told us to phone on the first contraction, which I felt very silly about because um, now I know what's so what labor is like. I feel confident. Like now I can spend all day at home and, and manage it well.
3: And me being the delivery guy <laughs> that needs to get to the Genesis, is <laughs> like logistic we're going to go now. (laughs) So then
2: on the first contraction, we phoned her, we got into the car. I was bumming the air this time to (laughs) really not speed things up. We we
3: spoke about what we spoke about now. So she listened.
2: This time I really (laughs) didn't make any noises. I was like so much in the zone, so excited. So, you know, because this time totally knowing what's going to happen now. I'm going to meet my baby boy. I was, like, totally in my bubble, not aware of anything. Um, and by the time we got to Genesis, I was eight centimeters. Um, and they, I really... Wanted a water birth this time, but he really just came too quick. So there was very little water in the pool by the time he was out. So I think I pushed for eight minutes this time,
3: sure. and he
2: was out. And I think for with his birth, the two things for me that stood out was this time how we really worked together as a team, um, because you know we just we knew exactly what to expect. So I was totally looking at him for my comfort and guidance and support. And I really enjoyed my labor this time. I was disappointed when it was over that week. Um, And the other thing was just really not expecting him to come back quickly. So it was almost like with Ellen, the first time when she was there, it was such a big relief and it was like, we worked so hard. It was this marathon and here she was with Zach. It was like you here already. <laughs> like I was in shock almost. I was not ready for him like, to be there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, don't know. I, was... I remember,
3: and it's quite the opposite for for us because with Ellen, the, the, our first birth, mm-hmm. um, day I was like, like I said, like what's happening? Uh, but is this is this my child? Like you <laughs> now know, that but she's out. yeah, you kind of putting everything together. We with Zach the second, our boy. Um, they, I was a lot prepared more for. You're in labor. I'm going to meet my boy. Um, so when he came, I was in, in sync yeah. with that. I wasn't. I was in shock with Ellen, but yeah. we swapped with the second birth where yeah. she was a baby shock.
2: And I was also. Um, he was quite big. He was four point three kilograms. And I remember thinking, like, goodness, this is a big boy. <laughs> like, I don't know. I felt.
3: Yeah, he was never small. When I he was felt born. a bit. Um, never a small... It
2: took me a few moments to wrap my head around his birth afterwards, just because it came so quickly. Mm-hmm.
1: That is yeah. fascinating because generally, when people have big babies, they start like freaking out that they can't have natural birth and they start like yeah. putting mental barriers of like well he's too big he probably Mm. won't be able to fit through or so that is Mm. so
2: amazing and he was so quick and he's so big (laughs) yeah that's also just also then the other fascinating thing is big babies is actually a blessing in disguise because they don't have wiggle room like they can't they don't have space to get their arms in weird positions or so normally it's the little babies that causes tears because they get their hand you know next to their face and they nick you with their elbow um so yeah i he was definitely a much easier birth than ellen was and he was 700 grams bigger than she was Man.
1: That is amazing. So your birth obviously led you into becoming a doula and what is your favourite thing about being a doula now?
2: For me, it is just witnessing that journey that a woman goes on into becoming a mother, you know. Um, That journey during labour where she battles her biggest fears and when she overcomes it and how empowering it is and you know, the moment where she steps out onto the other side and it's it's magical. I love seeing that process. It's such a big privilege to witness witness that. And that process looks different for everyone. Um, so it's magical every time and it's new every time. I love
3: that. I'm getting up at 2 in the morning.
2: <laughs> Being back before breakfast and <laughs> my kids don't even know that I've been gone. <laughs> It is so
1: fascinating because I know I know what a sacrifice it is being a doula and a midwife. Is that you you lose a lot of your private life, depend and it's dependent on your client or your pregnant family because it's not just the mom that's mm-hmm. pregnant; it's the, the, the father as well. So I know it's a massive sacrifice. And we spoke to another doula the other day, and we were just like, it was mind blowing that like we we don't think of things of like RSVPing at a wedding as an example. Yeah. And, like you you're like well. I'm hoping
2: I can be there, but I'm not yes. 100% sure. So, I mean, it's, it's a very... Always a yes, unless. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank
1: you. I really appreciate your answers. It really, it, it's really, it's going to help so many women and I really hope it falls onto the right ears. But you guys have answered the questions phenomenally. We've loved listening to your journey. So thank you so much for sharing this evening and I hope we haven't kept you too
2: long, but thank you, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. We've clabbered <laughs> yeah, no, on. We've gone on a trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, perfect. No, I think it's we're
3: going to watch the birth video now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope that you took away a whole bunch of messages and funny stories. But most importantly, we just wanted to tie up this episode with a few takeaway messages. Obviously, tool up with as much knowledge as you can. Uh, Get an amazing support system, whether it's a doula, whether it's a midwife or your partner. And just having your partner on the same page, knowing what's going on, what's the next step on the day is super, super important. And hey, maybe one day you can look down memory lane and have the exact same memories and want to share with us. We can't wait and we hope you do.
0: Yeah, and thanks so much for listening. If you have been enjoying these episodes, please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. It really helps us and helps others find us. Thanks so much.